You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grammar Girl here. This quotation from the Grammar Devotional explains our topic today. Quote, from the email I receive, I'd say a whole nother bothers a whole lot of people. Maybe if they knew how it compares to other words and phrases that are similar, they wouldn't hate it so much. Unquote. Some linguists consider a whole nother to be an instance of tamesis, using a word or phrase to separate another word or phrase into two parts. Other linguists call it infixation inserting an affix in the middle of a word. So what's the story with a whole nother? To understand affixes, we have to understand morphemes. Fortunately, they're interesting. A morpheme is the smallest possible unit of meaningful sound or sounds. For example, the sound you hear when you make an F sound is just a sound with no meaning. And if I ask you whether the single sound S has any meaning... Or if the three consecutive sounds in IST, ist, have any meaning, you might say no. But when you add s to the end of most nouns in English, it carries the function I am plural or I am more than one. And if you add IST, ist, to a certain limited list of word stems, like floor, florist, pian, pianist, and lingua, linguist, it takes on the meaning someone who does or someone who has this profession. These little morphemes or affixes that change words are called bound morphemes because they have to be attached or bound to something else to make sense. Prefixes are bound morphemes that attach to the beginning of a word, like incidentally pre in prefix. And suffixes are bound morphemes that attach to the end, like the S example I just gave you. But other languages have infixes that go in the middle, that are just as plain, regular, and unobtrusive as our plural s suffix in English. For example, in Tagalog, there's an infix, actually pronounced in, which is inserted into verbs to make them past tense. So the word billy, B-I-L-I, means to buy. And the word ba-in-ily, B-in-ily, means bought. To wrap up our definition of affix, you can think of it as an umbrella category that includes prefixes, suffixes, infixes, and other things we won't talk about. So how does this fit into our a whole nother puzzle? The next step is to think about the most common way people use infixes in English to insert, oh my, curse words, especially the F word and its euphemisms. Luckily, there are a lot of euphemisms we can use, so our examples shouldn't make you blush. 
By now, you're probably already beginning to think of how to stick swear words inside other words. And you may even have thought of times you heard or uttered expressions like Alla frickin' Bama or Absa effin' Lutely. People in Britain do the same thing with words such as bloody and bloomin'. For example, in the British musical My Fair Lady from 1964, the lead character, Eliza Doolittle, sings the word Absa bloomin' Lutely in Wouldn't It Be Lovely? Linguist Anne Curzon makes a crucial point about this nearly isolated case of English infixing. Adding a full word like bleeping to a host word provides emotional intensification or emphasis, but does not have a true grammatical purpose in the way adding in to a verb does in Tagalog or adding s to a noun does in English. Rather, speakers who say absolutely are intensifying the meaning of the word absolutely. Another fascinating point about, let's just call it inserting swear words for now, is that people follow subconscious rules when they do it. For example, many linguists have observed that the swear word is almost always inserted before the stressed syllable of the word, never after it, never at the end, never before the secondarily stressed syllable, and so on. That's why in the four-syllable word, Alabama, we would all agree that Bama would be the way to go, since the third syllable, ba, is the stressed one. That's also why even people who mostly care about formal English would immediately agree that Al Bloomin'Abama sounds silly and just isn't right to any native English speaker's ear regardless of the fact that it's an informal expression. Believe it or not, although it's limited to certain social dialects, there's also a non-expletive, although informal, example of this infixing-like thing in English. Inserting I-Z, as in his house, for house. According to linguist Mark Lindsay, hip-hop artists and fans have been doing it for at least three decades. And, like inserting swear words, the I-Z is not required for grammar or meaning. It's instead used for emphasis. His house. So while many use the term infix for these two funny cases, it may not be exactly the right term. In the flippin' and bloomin' cases, we insert full words, not affixes. And in the iz case, iz is not really a true affix because it's not a grammatical element like the s at the end of a word that makes it plural. Plus, inserted material in both cases is for emphasis and conversational purposes and not to change the meaning of the word like IST does in florist or linguist. So how about the term tamesis for inserting expletives, which we saw earlier is usually defined as inserting an entire word? Well, it's not necessarily the right word to describe a whole nother either. Some scholars claim that true tamesis has to be a word inserted inside a compound word a word made up of two separate words, such as anything. So an example of true tamesis would be any flippin' thing. As you can see, even trying to figure out what to call a whole nother gets complicated. If we use loose definitions, linguists might accept tamesis or infixing for inserting swear words or iz in the middle of words. But neither term quite works for a whole nother. In part two next week of this Who Knew One Little Phrase Could Teach Us So Much series, we'll suggest a term that might work better, and we'll look at how the same process that gave us the word apron is at least partly to blame for people saying a whole nother. 
This podcast was written by Sayel Graves, who has a master's degree in linguists and is a linguistic index editor for the International Bibliography of the Modern Language Association. You can find her social media accounts by Googling Sayel Graves. That's S-Y-E-L-L-E-G-R-A-V-E-S. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find hundreds of other great language articles on my site, quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.